All right, here we go for Father's Day. We got a four-part special. We got two drivers' families. We got uh, Jet Driver's son, Keith, who's a honor roll student and just a, you know, just an amazing kid and, well, a young adult. That's a better way to say it. And we have Southpaw drivers, or uh, daughters, <laughs> drivers. We have Southpaw's daughters. You've heard uh, Southpaw before. He's in an earlier episode. Uh, his older daughter, Hannah, is a molecular biologist, and his younger daughter, uh, Connor, she's still in school and, you know, still working on what she wants to do. And we got to talk about them, about being in a trucking family and what it's like to have a father, the trucks. And, you know, we went on for quite a while, and it was really interesting. It was a lot of fun for me. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. So it's going to be a four-part episode because we talked for a little while. So if, uh, you know, I think I cut it up pretty good. It could be a little awkward, some of the cuts, but we'll see what happens. All right, let's get on with the show. I hope, really hope you guys enjoy it. Keeping that hammer down all across the nation. Checking cities off his list. Sharing stories of the road right here on his station. You are listening to the Kingfish. Yes, you've tuned in to the Kingfish Radio Network. Mm. Expand your mind on the open road with Kingfish. Right here. Okay, here we go. We're recording. Today, we are in the house for our Father's Day special. I got three special guests, Connor, Connor, and Hello. I got Hannah, who Hi. are both sisters, and uh, and then Keith. So, How's it going? Now, I've driven with both their fathers. They're great guys. I know that they're very uh, dedicated to their families, and which is why I had them on for the, for the Father's Day special. Uh, I tried to get my own kid on here, but he's a, he's a U.S. Marine. He got a one-year-old, and he said, Dad, I don't, I don't you know, uh, what? And I said, okay, I'll talk to you later. So I, I corralled you three. So you guys are stuck with me. So any embarrassing stories about your dads? But the biggest thing is the reason why is that I know these two guys, or these kids, is well, they're not kids anymore. I'm sorry, Hannah, I know you're, you know, you graduated from college, but I still think of you as a kid. <laughs> is Because I've known you, you know known your dad for so long is that these are the kind of drivers drivers get the this you know this this image of you know not caring not you know not being family orientated and these are two guys that i know that are extremely you know everything is everything is family nothing else matters you know getting home and uh you know seeing and seeing what's going on and everyone every time these uh you know one of you three did something special like with uh plays or being in the band you know, I got to hear all of it. And so now this is payback. You guys are on my podcast. You guys owe me. I had to listen to all that stuff for years. So I, I guess we'll start off with Hannah. Hannah, you're the oldest. What's the biggest thing you remember about uh, your dad being gone, being a driver? Oh, hmm. I think the biggest thing has just been throughout my entire life because he's been driving since I was before I was born. Um, but he always makes sure when he was on the road to like call our family all the time. So that means when I was little, it was lining things up perfectly so you could find a payphone. <laughs> and oh. 
yeah so that was fun and then um and i remember like we were out shopping and we would go on the payphone at like the grocery store to talk to him and another payphone it was weird and a weird time um <laughs> yeah but he got a phone uh cell phone in the 90s and then he made sure every morning when we woke up for school he'd call you know ask like do you get your homework done uh how was school stuff like that so, and it still continues the day. So I talk to him every day when I'm on my way to work. Well, I know when I called you to to do this, the first thing you said was, oh my God, is my dad okay? Yeah. Well, I, yeah, because I don't usually get calls from you. So I just immediately assumed uh, like you're calling me because something terrible happened. <laughs> but no, it was just about a podcast. <laughs> yeah, I told him about that and he started laughing. And he goes, oh, okay, that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, 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 Hannah and Connor's dad is Southpaw, and then Keith's dad is a jet driver. Which is, you know, it's funny, Keith, is that your dad's jet driver when we drive the slowest trucks on the interstate. <laughs> you know, I think that's hilarious. Well, what's the, what do you think the biggest difference between, you know, because there's a few years between you and you and Connor, Hannah. What, what do you think the biggest difference is? between when you were when you you know started off talking and communicating versus with what connor does now what's the biggest differences well i think um like especially later cell phones like now we can video chat every day or like uh my dad's really big onto like snapchat still yeah he'll send us pictures of his hikes like he'll send us just random videos and be like i'm in utah oh you get those too oh It's our fault that you get them. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. I get those sometimes too. And then I get the uh, speech about how I should be hiking more. Yep. Yeah. Cause mm-hmm. I've been, like when I was in kindergarten or like first grade, he would send postcards from wherever he was. Um, but we yeah. usually get those postcards when he was home by the time they arrived. And now instead we can get videos or like call and talk live wherever he is. Oh, I think that's yeah. hilarious. What about you, Keith? You're still in high school. What's What do you think is the biggest difference between how you used to communicate with your dad over the road versus what you do now? Because um, we have so many different things. When I was littler, there wasn't... Um, I would maybe give my, my dad a call, like maybe... I'm not... Sh- I know it wasn't very frequent that I would call, call him. Um, it would be like at night, my mom would talk to my dad and she'd be like, hey, you want to talk to Keith? And... um. So that I I would talk to him for a little bit. I don't know what our conversations would be about, but I know now, now that I have a phone, like I got a phone just a couple of years ago and, um, you know, now I'll randomly call him because, because the coronavirus, my sleep schedule is all messed up now. So I'm up to like three, sometimes five in the morning and he runs, uh, he runs at night. So I'm able to just give him a call. We'll talk about, you know, just whatever, what's going on, sports, NASCAR, um, but yeah, definitely as a kid, it um, missing him had a bigger toll on me because there weren't many things I could do as opposed to like now I could video chat or whatever. There's more things to talk about because I'm more mature. Um, but when I was a kid, I remember like there'd be times where I just cry to my mom because I'm like, oh, I miss dad, you know. But yeah, now it's just I'm, I'm able to communicate with him more easily now. So that that's really good. And I think. Uh, just one last thing. I think that the fact that um, 
the fact that throughout my life, he's the only career I've known him having is truck driving. So whenever he is home, I think just the amount of time that he's gone and the little time that we do have with him when he gets home just allows us to bond bond like stronger. You know, I, I really value like every every minute that I get with him. So you you learn to like really appreciate how much time you have with him. Oh, I know exactly what you mean. Mm-hmm. I'm the same way with with my own son. Like when Justin went to Japan, it was really hard to keep in touch with him because he was in the Marines, right? Or um, you know, even with my wife. But I'll tell you a funny story with with your dad, Keith. Um, you know, like you said, he drives nights, mm-hmm. and I run the same shift he does. And so, uh, like three, you know, two, three in the morning, a bunch of us get together. You know, it would be like, in fact, sometimes there'll be a conference call. All three, you know, your two dads and me, and we're just we're not really saying anything. We're just shooting the shit. And what happened was, uh, your dad had all these phone calls to my number, mm-hmm. which is a Chicago number. And I guess your mom saw it on the phone bill. And she's like, who's this? Who's this? Oh my who, God. Who? I know where you're going with this. Yeah. And <laughs> what happened was Keith's mom. Oh my God. It's just, just, you know, she's a great person, but she thought and I, and anybody to think that, that John, you know, the jet driver, whatever. I mean, this guy is like, one of the most, I mean, genuinely wholesome, you know, honest guys in the world, you know, would ever do anything is, is kind of, but she's like, who's this person? So I get this phone call and I'm like, hello, who's the woman that has this phone? Uh, it's no, it's just me. I'm, I'm a driver. Who, who is this? I don't know who this is. Well, this is jet driver's wife. And you know, my husband's going to call you and well, yeah, because we just keep each other awake at night. Is this is this real? Uh, yes, yes. And, well, okay, all right. Just you know, it was it was kind of funny. It was really funny, dude. The fact that I actually forgot like that happened just disappoints me because that's so funny. <laughs> oh, you should have heard a tone in her voice. No, you I know. bet she's she's a crazy Italian woman. She'll go off when she's mad. She's yeah, she she. Yeah, it, <laughs> And the, the funny part about it is that your parents are like so dedicated to each other. Right. You know, and it, and, but the, you know, it was just hilarious. Cause like, you know, a bunch of us, we just, you know, nobody's awake at the same time we are. And the roads are empty. And, you know, if you get bored, you can only listen to the radio so much. You can only listen to, to whatever. But now, um, Southpaw, he works during the day shift. So we don't get him on the conference calls as much as we were. Because he got up and he went to the day shift. But when he was on the night, he was right there with us. So I kind of miss, you know, there was, a, but, there, you know, there's like, I don't know, maybe five or 10 of us, you know, five to 10 of us at any time that are up at the, you know, because the guy, the rule is, it's an unwritten rule. You get a little tired, you know, you, you call who you know is driving and, and uh, you just shoot, you know, you just shoot the breeze and until, uh, you know, and, you know, to help each other out. It's kind of an unwritten rule. We've been doing this for, oh God, 10, 15 years with this group of guys we got now. It's it's just, uh, you know, it's just what we do, you know, or weather reports like uh, like your uh, your dad, uh, Keith, he's real big on the weather, you know, with the, what's going on, where we're at, because we're all doing the same kind of run, the same areas. Oh, yeah. He's always a forecast guy. Yeah, let me check the forecast. Oh, yeah, but don't ask. Oh, <laughs> girls, don't ever, ever trust Keith's grandfather for a weather report. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, Why not? my God. 
he has never been right in all the years I've known him. My granddad? <laughs> yeah, he gives he gives weather reports all the time. And it's like, oh, don't don't worry, you know, it's gonna be clear. It's gonna and, and your and your grandpa's the nicest guy too. It's like, don't worry, it's gonna be clear. It's and then you know, twenty minutes later it's a blizzard. <laughs> no. Or he's like, Oh, you know, it's gonna you're gonna hit a blizzard and it's like like eighty degrees. And it's it's just he gives the worst weather reports, but he, he's a driver also. So, you know, he's he it's I think it's his way of keeping into the game, you know, through your dad. But uh so I mailed him that uh Weathers for Dummy book. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, the the whole family, their whole family was down in Alabama. And uh, I mailed him the Weathers for Dummy book. And uh, as soon as he opened it up, he knew who it was from. <laughs> you know, it was, it was, well, it was, you know, it was like, like a joke thing, you know, it was, but he's it, it a good guy. <laughs> but uh, it was unbelievable. But so you guys are all in school. So, well, Connor, you know, Connor, you're still in school. You're studying online, of course. Mm-hmm. And then Hannah, you're done. Uh, yes. Hannah, what was your major? Uh, biomolecular engineering. Oh my God! When you take over the world, I get Australia. <laughs> you sure you want that? It's, there's lots of uh, scary animals there. Not it anymore. Is... No, <laughs> that's <anymore>. true. <laughs> Not anymore. Oh, I want Australia. Oh yeah, the nice beaches. And then Connor, what's your what's your major? What you're gonna get uh, into? Global studies. Ooh. Oh, you're, you're kind of, is it, is it my imagination or do your, do your things kind of go hand in hand with each other? Um, I mean, for the eventual world domination. Yes. Oh my God. I'm in. And what about you, Keith? What's your, what's, have you decided yet what you're going to get into? Um, I'd like to attend the university of Illinois, Urbana-Champaign, and I want to major in accounting. Nice. Accounting. Really? You know, I was, I always pictured you as more like a, uh, a theater guy, I'm kind of surprised, but that's we're always yeah. going to need. A, we're always going to need accounting, and the nice thing about that is if you find some really sweet project to get involved with, right? And you're right there in the power structure, right? You know, <laughs> I mean, it's there's. I mean, you could really get involved with some stuff. You know, I mean, we haven't found an accountant yet, so. Oh. I just I had the interest Perfect. to get into that because. Um, I've always like excelled at math compared to my other classes and like, I've always just been good and like comfortable with numbers and the fact that like, it can be a gateway to like many other careers in business is like just the fact that there's like so many positions and like, you can just keep like going up and up. Like it's interesting to me. So accounting is kind of similar with truck driving with, are you afraid um, that automation is going to take over because I know accounting has like computer programs get more advanced each year where they can kind of do most of the accounting to be a downer to the conversation. I suppose. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, um, uh, to be honest, I don't even know if I can answer that question, but (laughs) it's something else you can think about now. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's good. I'll keep that on my uh, cons list of the. <laughs> you know, it's it. Uh, you know, when it comes down to the, the, uh, you know, the automation, I think we're going to see it. You know, in the next twenty years or so, but I don't think it's really as far as driving goes. 
I just don't think, I mean, do you guys really feel like you could trust driving next to an automated truck? I don't really feel like I can. I, totally, I would. Yeah. <laughs> Again, we're traders, apparently. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh-huh. no, truck driving, it's a noble profession, and it should always be done by people because we trust people. I think Was the best thing would be, would be like an automated car that still has a driver who can take over, maybe. But, well, I know that a lot of my visually impaired friends look forward to the automated vehicles because it'll give them more, you know, give them more freedom, you know, to move okay. around. But, but I just, uh, I don't know. There's just too many issues right now, you know. And I, when I think of like, you know, automated driving, I think of like the mountains, and I think of, you know, That's- things like that, and flat tires and things that could go wrong. Oh yeah, and yeah. then weather conditions that throw it off. In the oh, same way. In the same way that like humans can make mistakes, because we definitely make a lot of mistakes. Um, even though machines are like programmed to not make mistakes, it still happens. So mm-hmm. I, I just feel like um there might be more integration of you know like robots to do jobs and stuff like that. But I, I I really don't think you can um I don't think you can get better than a person with good experience at a job. That's just my opinion. I like your thinking. I like your thinking. <laughs> Besides that, once they give out all the jobs to the robots, who's going to buy anything? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you and know, and it's up to like cyber terrorism, I suppose. <laughs> it could have, you know. It's, it's, I just thinking about this the other day. It's like most species, you know, that you know they want to evolve. You know, they well, they don't want to. They just evolve and they try to, you know, survive and grow. And and as a human species, what do we do? Yeah, we try to obsolete ourselves. <laughs> you know, we try to we try to make it to where, you know, we're all, you know, just making ourselves obsolete. And apparently, you know, look at what's going on now. People aren't working, and it's not you know, it's not really that great for people right now. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's got everybody inflamed. Yeah, but that could just also be because as a society, we're socialized to always be working, and our brains aren't used to shutting off and just enjoying being in life i could see that because you know even for myself like you know as a driver majority of my day is taken up driving so one of these days i won't be able to drive and then it'll be like oh wow what do i do with my time you know i'm so Mm -hmm. you know my day is so regimented that i'll have to relearn how to do everything all over again Mm. you know i i don't like the fact that that's the way i am but i know it's going to happen yeah, like for sure, because driving is kind of a twenty-four hour job, even when you're not in the seat. It's like that's like when my dad's home; he's always having to do something because I I feel like he doesn't know mm-hmm. with a full like thirty hours of free time. Yeah, like because I still live at home with him, and like, uh, he like comes home immediately. He's out the door going doing his shopping, and then he comes back and he goes to like yard work or something and then he goes to his friends and then he comes back home and does something else and it just from when he wakes up to when he like he never just like sits back and like relaxes of, when he's there's home. no there's no time yeah the, probably the most relaxing he gets maybe is watching the youtube videos and how to take something apart and put it back together <laughs> <laughs> he does love those yeah which is you know which but is even during that yeah but even during those times, he's good at finding time to like hang out. Like, especially like recently, we've been finding good times to hang out um, when he's home 
uh, like a few weeks ago, we just had an impromptu like bonfire and just like had a few beers and talked and listened to music for a while, which was nice. Or like, even if my car needed some fixing and he's like, okay, I'm going to come teach you. Like, I'm going to teach you how to like, we like change the tires. We change the spark plugs. We like changed oil, a bunch of different things. And he was teaching me all of those. And we took a bike ride to get the parts because, you know, it's funny you said that because he told me about that. Mm -hmm. And then, the reason why, and it, it, it you you would be surprised how much that meant to him, and the reason why it meant so much to him because that's what his father did with him. No. Yeah, they they took down they took a, yeah they took apart an engine, and he, and your grandfather showed your 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 dad how to how to rebuild an engine, and of course at the time he didn't like it, but then he looks back on it finally, and that's why he did it with I don't know if that's why exactly why he did it, but yeah. that's what it reminded him of spending time with his father. Yeah, I, well, like, even now I look back at things, like, at my work, um, things needed, like, we just needed to, like, fix something, like, tighten a screw or something, it was really simple, but no one at my work could figure it out, and then I just, like, walk in, I'm like, we just, you guys just need to do this, and it's as simple as, like, tightening this screw and putting this on, and everyone's like, how did you know how to do that? Like, I never, and I'm like, my dad just let me play, well, I say, let me play with tools a lot, but safely. And he showed me how to use them as a kid. And I find that as like a significant thing because I actually know how to fix things. Like even me and Hannah, we were talking to our cousin who was moving into um, a new place and they were looking for your TV stand. And we're like, you know, mounting your TV is a really good, like easy thing to do. It's a good idea. Opens up space and then you don't need a TV stand. And she like, she's like, oh, we're not really thinking about doing that. We don't like, I don't know. And then uh, eventually we're like, really, it's super easy. And they're like, we don't even have a drill. We don't know how to do that. We wouldn't be able to. And like, it's moments like that where I like look back. I'm like, thanks, dad, for like teaching me (laughs) like how to use a drill or hammer. Well, I think, you know, one thing I've always liked about the way your father did stuff was, the fact that you know he had all girls, and he mm-hmm. and he and he didn't play the, you know, oh it's just a girl, you know they're just girls they shouldn't do this or they shouldn't do that. <laughs> no, he his attitude was come on let's go, yeah, you know you get on your bike, we're going to our yeah. shore. Perfect impression. Oh yeah, tell, <laughs> come on let's go. Make sure you yep. tell him that he'll it'll get all. I don't sound <laughs> like that. <laughs> Damn it, Kingfish. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he does that. I do a really good Russian one too, and and uh, it's it's just spot on. And so when he hears it, he's like, he get he looked at me once when I did it to him. I did it at, and he's like, he was starting to get a little mad. He's like, I don't sound like that, do I? <laughs> and I'm like, uh, well, yeah, a little bit. Oh, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was really funny, but you know he, uh, you know, some people treat, you know, daughters like you know, like they shouldn't be interested in stuff like that, but you guys are all, you know, Hey, you want to learn about electronics? Okay. Let's go get a kit. Let's go get a book. Let's go, let's go, let's go dig. Let's go get dirty. I'll, I'll look into it too. It sounds interesting. You know, and, he, and you, both your dads are like that, you know, they're whatever you guys are interested in that. I, they always, cause believe me, I hear about it. You know, <laughs> like when Keith, when you, when you skipped a grade, Oh my goodness, you should have seen the turmoil that was going on. <laughs> Oh, oh, you're dead. You know, 
Should I let him skip a grade? Oh, it'll be good for him in school. Yeah, but he's going to lose his friends. Oh, but he's going to be littler than everybody else. <laughs> he ain't going to be littler than nobody else. Your dad's like six, what, six five or something? He's like six, oh six one, six two. I don't know. Oh, yeah, but he's a, he's a big, yeah. J- you know, jet driver is a tank. Funny, funny story about that is that that was like allowing me to skip a grade was probably the best decision that they made because um I have a lot more friends. I, I have like one friend that stuck with me from the lower grade. That's um I like literally one person. Nobody I didn't form any other stronger bonds to like have that have a big effect on me. Um, and all of my friends now, obviously I made from like the class that I'm in, but yeah, I'm, it was a great move just because I'm glad, you know, I can just finish school kind of like one year, one year quicker than everybody else. But at the same time, it's kind of scary because when I'm on the high school baseball team, you know, everybody I'm playing is a year older than me, but it's fine. Cause like I'm taller than half of them. <laughs> all right and also um most of the girls are more attractive than the ones a grade lower so that's, that's better. <laughs> that was way better oh that's hilarious it's what i told wouldn't uh he they were you know he was agonizing over it for a couple of weeks and yeah. and, it, and rightfully so because he cared and right. i told him i said what are you worried about man you're like the tallest guy around i said he's gonna be taller than everybody before you know it nobody will even know He's, he's well that's yeah okay that but, was like that was like their biggest like um motivation for like saying don't move them up is because they didn't want me to lose my friends but um in in kindergarten the friend that i have now that's like a grade below me um he wasn't even in my same kindergarten class so i fin i finished kindergarten i came into first grade and i was just like a couple months in and that's when the decision was made I think it was only like one or two months into the school year. But yeah. so I barely like made any core relationships with anybody. And the one person I did, like my friend that's still like a grade lower than me, um, we didn't even become friends through school because I moved up before I was even friend. I got like closer to him through T-ball, um, Boy Scouts. That's really where we formed our relationship. So it had little like, little to no effect on me to be honest so it was i'm really glad that they chose to do what they did so oh no i'm in trouble why my wife just walked in stacy and she grabbed the (laughs) the uh the the hair razor (laughs) oh my god oh no oh my god are you gonna no no i don't want to come Oh, I'm going to cut my hair tonight. What's wrong with it? Oh, I hate getting my hair cut. I just heard the faint pause in the background. Oh, no. I mean, it's okay because I just get a number two all the way across. I don't have to worry about it. You guys got more fancier hair than I do. (laughs) But you'll give up. But I didn't realize that that was such a long time ago. It's, it's, uh, you know, you, you, you make friends with people and you just it just seems like it was yesterday you know when that happened yeah you know it just it i mean to you guys it doesn't seem long 
like it seems like a long time ago because that's like a huge percentage of your life but when you get to you know like 40s and 50s you know then like 10 years ago it was like oh that's yesterday you know it was hardly anything it's crazy though because like i'm about to be a junior and it's just like it's like seems like five days ago i graduated eighth grade like it's it's crazy how fast the time goes oh like, it, trust me i don't, I don't even crazy. have like I'm not even that old, so I don't even really understand the like um, bigger picture. But like already, it just seems like everything's flying by. Well, see, that's why we got Hannah, molecular biologist. <laughs> She'll explain it to us at a molecular level. <laughs> She'll go through and change our molecules and genes and make us younger, right? Of course. Oh. <laughs> I, oh, that wouldn't that be awesome? You know, could you make it to my the paint job on my car changes colors every ten days? That would be so cool. Wouldn't that wouldn't that be neat? Something like that, or I mean, just something crazy. I was watching a thing where the on some train in in the Rockies where they can change the tint based on the molecules in the glass, and they can you know they, the more electricity causes them to to gather up and it causes more tint or something. And I thought, wow, that'd be really cool in my car. Can you build one of those for me, Anna? Uh, I'll definitely get right on it. Yeah, I can see it now. The cops pull me over. Hey, your tent's too dark on your car. Oh, is it? <laughs> really? Oh, no, it seems fine <laughs> now. Wouldn't that be awesome? It'd be pretty cool, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>